Okay, you guys, let's do this. It's gonna be so professional. Mm-hmm. Like, so professional. Here we go. Welcome to the Lab Support Podcast with your hosts, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians who support each other and others through comedy's wacky and winding roads. I hope you're ready. Get set. Let's go. Since podcasts have a catchy tune, we wrote this song for Michelle and June. Clean comedians are best friends too. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and you never know what they'll say or do. Here we go, sing with y'all. support, board, board. With Michelle, who's really short. We'll have a ball, ball, ball. With June, who's really tall. They have fun, fun, fun. Interviewing comedians. On life support, board, board. With Michelle, who's really short. Support podcast brought to you by the Hot Breath Comedy Network. Okay, that's <laughs> never gonna get old. That's never gonna get old to me. So, yep, yeah, I know, right? I, I got myself a booster seat today, so I'm about the same height as you. Yeah, so, yeah, Woo! you're not the Michelle that's really short, just a little short today. Well, welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast, the award winning podcast. Woo-hoo! I'm your host, June Colson, with the amazing Michelle with one L Van Dusen. How you doing, friend? I am well. I have like a cough today or like extra mucus. I don't know because our weather in Oklahoma. <laughs> you can't Oklahoma. start a podcast with extra mucus. Like, Michelle. Ew. <laughs> Ew. What? Who does that? <laughs> I did almost spit my cough. We were about to have a spit take on, on the opening of our podcast. Listen. Come on now. Come I was going to say, because the weather, it, it was really cold and then now it's warm and it's going to be like freezing again and snowing tomorrow. Like it just, it's so, it's, it's bipolar. There's I don't know no what's ex- happening. There's still no excuse to say mucus. Okay. <laughs> but it's such a fun word. Mucus. <laughs> yeah. That's a great word. Okay. Listen, I know that while our break was going on, that you were watching like a lot of um, murder mystery or mystery type shows. <laughs> Yes. I have a mystery I need you to solve for me today, okay? Okay. Where did my trash can go? Like, my dumpster. It's gone. Like, like when they picked up my trash, my dumpster was at the end of the driveway yeah. on Monday. And I thought my husband pulled it back up to the garage. My son thought I pulled it up. I, you know... We all thought someone else did it. It's not here anymore. Someone <laughs> stole a bright blue and yellow dumpster from the end of my driveway. Where did um, it go, Michelle? It, it's down the street and at the fourth house on the left. Okay. And right. and you know go. you know it's that one because you'll obviously you wrote down the code that was on your dumpster. You you wrote it oh, down. Yeah, everybody and, and does that. It. Yeah. Everybody does that. And um and you go down there and it'll it'll match. Yeah, it's so, right by all those passwords that I can't remember is the code yeah. to my dumpster. Seriously, it's gone. I text Jason. He's out of town. I was like, dude, where's our dumpster? <laughs> oh, I, I took it with. I just, I packed it. Yeah. It's on the flight. Like, it was I so know. easy. And then I, I'm like, wow. do, are, do we owe him money? Like, do we owe money to the dumpster people? And he's like, no, it's billed directly to our utility bill. So I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. And You're you know, and what stinks is if you ask them to bring you one, it takes them like 14 weeks to bring you a dumpster. It's insane. So anyway, maybe. Garbage, you know what stinks? Oh, 
So maybe in the future, a future episode, we'll, um, you know, we'll have solved that amazing mystery. But listen, it is no mystery that we have an amazing, amazing guest today. And I'm telling you, he's probably going to be super impressed by our uh, opening song because I know that in his podcast, it opens with a like Nashville produced professional song. And, and in comparison, well, I don't know. I, I I don't know. He may, I hope he doesn't feel insecure when he comes on here. I hope not. Tell us, tell us who's on the show today. All right. So based out of Nashville, Tennessee, Lee Harden tours the country. He performs in comedy clubs, churches, corporate events. Uh, one time, Oh, we have to totally ask him about this. Uh, on a farm for prisoners. I need to know mm. that story. In 2019, he was a top finalist for Gene Robertson's comedy, uh, the competition that she had comedy with a class. I don't know if you remember that. That was so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, oh, 2019, his dry bar comedy special, not quite a grown up, was released. It is so funny. You have to it tune is. into that. No, you can great. watch that yep, on um, the dry bar comedy app. So he's he's worked with uh, people like Henry Cho, Ryan Hamilton, Nate Bargatze, June Coulson. <laughs> And last oh, yeah. year, Whoa. even me. Yeah, I know. Like, this guy is rocking it. He's he's performed on the Mike Huckabee show. And last week, get this, he was in Bolingbrook, Illinois. It was just a few blocks from my old house. So, wow. welcome to That's the last podcast, Lee Harden. Woo, woo, woo. Woo. <laughs> there he is. There hey. he is. Hey. What's with me being guest number 35? run out of people like is that, is that... <laughs> no was, not at all i was counting i was counting you're actually the... 40 no <laughs> see well, what, we, what we had i was, to, I was we counting had to get the, the nerve up I, I was counting the guests and it was it went from 35 down back to 31 32 i was like i can't keep count they're going backwards in the intro What's going on? Oh, man. Oh, man. We had to listen. We had there's just certain people that we wanted to wait until we we had this thing well oiled until we had uh-huh. an amazing intro song. Like we didn't want to look foolish in front of the great <laughs> Lee Harden. Right. So and Michelle, you said it. You said Harden. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, you I, almost, I, I almost added the G on there. I was so close. So yeah. close. So yeah. most people do. That's OK. It's well, right. for the record, we didn't have guests on every one of those episodes. There was a lot of episodes that was just Michelle and I, and we had a few people, you know, bouncing here and there throughout the first season. So, yeah. So you'd rather not have me than have a guest. I see. You just have <laughs> no, okay. Well, what I no. what I heard, um, every time that June was uh, trying to request you, she kept messing up the calendar dates. Like, she was like, hey, you want to do Wednesday? And you're like, no, I'm open on a Thursday. And then, like, it just so it just never matched. So, no, yeah. we had you, like scheduled for like the first week right but because wednesday thursday (laughs) was just kind of just not going the right way we just you know we had to wait that's all right there it is so yeah so lee were you super impressed with our opening song was that um yeah it was awesome (laughs) i yeah yeah lyrics i i know you you talked about my song i've got i got a couple of words in my podcast it's the Lee Arden podcast. He likes too many things. That's all the lyrics I wrote for that. So, ooh, I can no, do that. That's I can remember that song. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a good one. So you do have um. So real quick, you do have a podcast. We we just brought that up. It's called the Lee Harden Podcast. Really creative. Yep, I know. Yes, 
And, and it's, and it is super cool. I've listened to um, several episodes and it really is one of those where it's a, it's a variety of things, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that and then we'll get into the life support stuff. Oh, it's, it's, it is simple as all get out. It's because uh, the lyrics speak for itself. He likes too many things. So I like way too many things to talk about just one topic. I don't, if I do talk to comedians on the podcast, it's never about stand-up comedy. It might come up, but Rick Roberts, as we all know, he was on the first episode. Mm-hmm. We talked we talked about the Andy Griffith show because we both love the Andy Griffith show. Uh, I've had pro wrestlers uh, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been fun. Just uh, whatever I'm into. Uh, uh, athletes, pro athletes have been on there. Pro athletes slash like actors. The guy who was uh, he was an extra in the underdog story, the Kurt Warner movie. He was actually got the guy that sat Kurt Warner in the movie. Nice. His name's Sam Dobbs. He uh he was the devil in the uh, Match.com commercial from 2020. I don't know if you remember the big jacked up devil guy that matched with the girl on the commercial. Yeah, uh, that was that was him. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, okay, so how many guests have you? Had I've been so on there. Lee? What? What? Who's been on there? Michelle? Yeah, I've I been said, on there. Have you been on this podcast? Yes, I have. <gasps> Michelle, really? Yes, really. I, yes. I didn't know about that. Oh, that's weird. I'm well, tell us, Michelle. How's he? Well, well, I, I was just, asking, how many guests have you had? Uh, not. I think maybe ten or eleven. I've. Uh, oh, okay. The, la- the, yeah. the last couple of weeks, I've been bad about doing an episode every week. Um, and you got to be week to week, and I've been very bad about that. So, all ten of my listeners, I'm sorry. Uh, I will. I will work on. Uh, making more episodes and I need to just do episodes of my myself if I can't get a guest it's just it's about consistency and so full disclosure I'm bad about being consistent with the podcast I love doing it I'm just bad about being consistent with it so gotcha gotcha so so you're at least 10 guests in so sometime around guest 35 maybe Michelle and I'll be invited on to the uh <laughs> well let, let me clarify I count I count my name being mentioned as a guest that's all oh, I'm saying there we oh, go that's, that's true. So I didn't mention you, know. you on an episode. Yes, I did there do that. That's true. Yeah. So, um, yeah if I if I get yeah if I get to episode thirty five, who knows what the streak I'm going with right now? So in five well, years I, maybe I get to episode thirty five. I'll have you on, and then I'll go backtrack. I'll backtrack to thirty two. That was the funniest thing about the intro. It was it was counting, and then it went back to number twenty after thirty. <laughs> I was like, how are they British? How are they counting? Yeah, no. This? I feel like Lee, you've been around me long enough to that should have made sense to you. That's, <laughs> that's how, that's how oh. we're, but listen, okay. So on your podcast though, seriously, what what is crazy impressive, Michelle, is like Lee is wicked smart. Like when he says yes, he yes. likes too many things, it's not just a, like a surface information. Like when he's talking to his guests, the things that he knows about so many things it is like it's truly impressive i don't know that i you know i would know that much about wrestling and that much about music and that much about andy griffith like literally uh literally i think your mind is a trap lee like (laughs) you you truly retain like it's you straight up retain a crazy amount of information lots of very useless information which i'm fine with i i like it comes in handy for the podcast so when you when you answer your comedy yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. When you when you grow up watching TV and doing nothing else, it comes in handy. So, 
There it is. There I it is. A, well, listen, we well, are my, the laugh. Uh, we are the laugh support podcast, and so we do dive into just basically. You know, you've been doing comedy for for a long time. Obviously, uh, accomplished. You work with a lot of different people, but we like to jump back to kind of the beginning when you first got into comedy and you were trying to figure out your way through this crazy world. Um, you know, who? was there for you? Who was your laugh support? Who are the people that kind of come to mind that you go, man, yeah, they, they helped me straight out of the gate. Uh, for help, helping me with stand up comedy. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I think we could all say like, uh, you know, Rick Roberts, I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have taken a comedy class if it wasn't for Rick. And if I didn't take a comedy class, I probably wouldn't have did open mics. Cause, uh, I just I respected comedy too much to think I could just wing it, and some guys can, and I hate them because they're so naturally oh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't have to prepare as much as like they can just be naturally funny on stage, like at Sinbad. And I know Sinbad worked his tail off, but he's just so naturally funny. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just I I respected the the craft too much before I even knew there was a craft. And guys like Rick talked about how to write a stand up comedy joke and the types of comedy jokes and what to avoid and all the homework that we got into it really it was eye-opening it he create he showed you the engine of a car and told you you got to build the rest of that car type of thing so mm. rick and then non-stand-up comedy probably my buddy uh best friend brent gambrell he's actually a he's a traveling minister has does a lot of stuff he he's not a stand-up comedian he calls himself more of a humorist but mm. he's been a guy that i have always been around and one of the funniest guys I know can do all these characters just off the cuff um, and just super funny guy and uh, I he's not afraid to be silly and it's always it's always making me laugh even after getting into stand-up comedy because you don't laugh as much as you used to after you start writing stand-up comedy and right. telling it but he's a guy that's always uh, can still get a laugh out of me all the time so yeah definitely Rick Roberts for sure so, and we all, you know, we're all part of that tree at some, in some way or form, you, all, all three of us. So. Yeah. He's definitely a name that gets, uh, that's been brought up, you know, by so many people, so many comedians that are in my life and, you know, uh, friends of mine that he, and we had him, we had him on our new year's episode and just kind of talked about, you know, how he has been there and, and he has done that. So as far as, um, taking a, a comedy course and learning about that, you know, there's a lot of people who think that's, you shouldn't have to do that. Right. Uh, right. So what, what is your thoughts on that? You know, whatever works. I mean, you can't, I don't know. I've heard Seinfeld talk about, you can't judge process. I mean, some mm. people, some people it's probably not good for other people. It is. I, I felt like for me, it was like, so I mean, yeah, I wouldn't judge process. Whatever's going to get you on stage um, and whatever's going to inspire you to write jokes. And yeah, I can't I can't uh, speak against it. I mean, if people want to have their own opinion about taking not taking comedy classes, I'm sure they have the reasons it mm -hmm. may it may it may like uh, stunt the way you develop material about yourself. If you're wanting to write jokes the way somebody else writes jokes, I can see that side, mm, but yeah. you know, and a lot of those people probably live in the areas where you can get on stage a lot more like in New York or LA, where you can get up and learn more about yourself all the time you spend on stage. 
So, you know, I try to see all sides of arguments and I can see that side, but yeah, at the end of the day, you can't, can't judge that process. I don't think I'm, I'm still figuring the comedy stuff out myself. I don't, you know, claim to know the right way to do things, but yeah, whatever, whatever's going to get you on stage and get you to write and make it fun for a crowd, do whatever, whatever that is that gets you to do that. So very vague. I know, but I know. I love that. <laughs> I love that, that premise of you can't, you can't judge process. I've never heard somebody say that before. Right. Like Michelle, you know, your, your process is a little different than my process. And, um, and so, yeah, yeah, like, what are what are your thoughts about that, Michelle? As far as like the you know the classes and and things and and different well, people's like, processes. The the one thing that I'm actually really curious, Lee, is like, why did you just decide like just one day? Did you just wake up and go, oh, I need to take a comedy class? I mean, did you have some kind of interest in comedy ahead of time? Because I know, oh, yeah. like, like I I started and I was I was like, um, oh, I don't know enough. So I better mm -hmm. go listen and, and maybe I can learn yeah. something. And then yeah. in my process of trying to learn something, I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. And now this is a horrible thing. Why am I doing this? And then every time I stopped trying to do it, it another thing would pop up I'm like, oh, but that's really funny. And then I'd yeah. write that down. So what what was in your head? What was your thinking of, oh, I'm going to go take a class? I mean, I was always obsessed with stand up. I always mm. wanted to do it. I just I didn't know how I, I didn't know starting your famous right away i i just i didn't know and if it was on tv i was watching it even at a young age when i could comprehend what was going on i felt someone was on stage on tv like with a brick wall behind him i just i loved it and louis anderson had a thing he hosted all the time late late at night and i can't remember if it was on after snl or the tonight show i forget but he was always on yeah it was some sort of showcase and he was always on it, and that's where I kind of first heard Louis Anderson. But yeah, I was always trying to be funny, and I was a failed class clown. People ask me if I'm a class clown. I'm like, I tried. No one liked it. So, but I kept, but I kept doing it. That needs to be the name of your next special. Failed, failed class clown. Class clown. Yeah, did you go to clown college? No, no, not that. I, I was trying to be funny and never worked. So uh um but so good. yeah, I would I would still search like you know, when I was an adult working a job, I was uh I saw Zanies taught a class and I'm like, oh that'd be fun. And I just avoided it. And then a good friend of mine who is back home in Canada now, he 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 basically forced me to take the class. He knew I was uh he knew I was Thinking about it, he knew I was a silly guy, and uh, he's actually the guy that sings on the podcast that I have. He's the vocalist mm -hmm. on that, yeah, Francie, and so he offered to take it with me, and so that's what sparked that. And then I got the homework, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. It was the first homework I ever, uh, I ever cared about, so, mm. and yeah, I got way too into it, and I was, I, I lost a couple of friends, I'll be honest, um, by <laughs> trying some trying jokes on them all the time that i was uh, writing yeah yeah so it got bad but i kept doing it so 
It can be though. I so relate to that because it can be something that you, you, I mean, it's the thing that you love the most and you're excited about and you want to do it. And, and, you know, I, I learned early on, like my family would just be like, Oh, here she comes. <laughs> like, right. Oh, just one more thing about comedy, you know, and that became the people that you go, yeah, well, I, I, I can't really be, I can't be running my stuff beside, you know, with them. And then fortunately, um, I was able to, you know, to find the group where I met and got to know Lee. Um, you know, we've, we've been hanging out in Tennessee together with a, a bunch of other comedians off and on for the last two and a half years. And you, dr you drive a lot, by the way, the fact that you drive from Kentucky to Tennessee to try some jokes out with friends. That's, uh, I thought I drove a lot, but you do that. Yeah. On the, you'll drive state to state like often. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, you know, it's it, it's not happening in my back door. There's not a group of people here that I could learn from. And, and much like you, I am, I am somebody that I took Rick's courses and I wanted to be able to do it and do it well. And also I'm 150 years old when I got started. So I didn't, I, I'm not like a, a 20 year old girl who's like, Oh, I got all the time in the world to figure this thing out. I'm like, I'm probably, you know, my life expectancy, who knows how many years. I got. So I gotta, I gotta get in there and I gotta do it right. But, but you've definitely been, you've been a huge support, you know, not long ago, Michelle was telling Lee, like, uh, you know, there's a few people in comedy that, um, they, they help you like, feel like you're, better than you are and they never make you feel like you're less than Lee's given me opportunities to do mm -hmm. uh, different shows. The first time that I um, was given the opportunity to host for the first time um, we were doing a, <clears throat> a little show in Tennessee. There was a comedian in town that was going to be on the Huckabee show. If you oh, remember yeah. Lee and, um, and he was See, like, Hey, yeah. I'm doing this show. And I was like, Oh, cool. And then, you know, 10 of my family members showed up and that was pretty much the audience. Yes, Lee, that was that was yeah. my lap support. It was just me and my family were like, oh, no, nobody else is coming. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not an Italian and you're not a gypsy, but you've got family pops up everywhere like you are Italian. Like you, they show up. I don't know how yeah. you have family here and there, but they come <laughs> from the woodworks and we have a crowd. So that's amazing that you, no matter where we're at, June's got family that will show up. Yeah. So thanks yep, to hot dog. So. Here, yeah, thanks to hot dog. They're here, there, and everywhere. But you know, Lee was uh <laughs> Lee was somebody that I didn't feel like, well, I can't ask this guy because I'm gonna look stupid, you know. Um, because Lee's been around me enough to know oh, she's she can be pretty stupid. <laughs> so, no, no. I was able to say, like that okay, is true. Like, what are no. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> we may have gotten a fight right before this thing started, and Michelle, you know, Michelle's gonna just gonna take it out right here and <laughs> I, I was told to shut up, Lee. She told me to shut up. But anyway, I would never wrong. use those oh. words. Never use those <laughs> words. Ever. Those just are... mucus. You would just use the word mucus, but not shut up. Mucus but on air, but not shut up. Those are elementary school cuss words. You can't they say are. shut up. They uh, are. I've heard kids cuss in elementary school, but if you say shut up, the room gets silent. And you're like, mm -hmm. how is that worse? What the? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, that was right after word. she called me a duty head. That was right after she called me a duty <laughs> head. That's fine. We're now you're lying. <laughs> okay, but but back to Lee being in my my lab support. He um he literally like just uh, I was able to just go, "Hey, I I haven't hosted before." You know, I kind of have an idea in my head how this goes, and he just gave me like some, you know, maybe four just short quick 
pieces of advice before I bounced in there and kind of just the, the gist of like, this is what your, um, you know, this is what your goal is and to keep it, you know, keep it moving and keep the energy up in the crowd, those kind of things. And so, um, I've been fortunate to, you know, to be able to have several, uh, different events leave. So just, just to take a pause in a moment to like publicly say thanks for, um, you know, never making me feel like a, a less than because most of the rooms I go into, I am the least qualified person in that room. Like I don't have the experience of everybody who's in that room. So that can mess with your brain a little bit. Oh, even, yeah. even if you feel like you're equipped and even if you feel like you put in the work when, you know, you're in a green room and everybody's like, Hey, Bob, how long have you been doing comedy? 47 years and you 15 and you did it done. I'm like, well, I have one solid year under my belt when there wasn't a pandemic. So, right, right. <laughs> so there it is. So there it is. But okay. So, so you've given me great advice. Is there someone or, or, you know, or a piece of advice that someone gave you, then you have to be early on just period that you find yourself continually kind of going back to that piece of advice going, that's, you know, that's just something that, that I do in comedy. Sure. I mean, I've heard like, uh, it's never one guy that said the same thing or it's never been like one guy that said this one thing. I've, I mean, I've heard plenty of people just say have fun. It's basic, but mm-hmm. it is true. I, I tried to live that, uh, these past couple of weekends where I'm like, okay, who cares if your jokes are old, these people, don't know you they're not gonna care if these jokes are maybe five or six years old have fun telling them it'll be a fun show connect and tell the jokes you know and that's what i was trying to do and it and i think it worked we had a good time both weekends where i was at i I tried to apply that so it's a simple rule but have fun i mean yeah you want to try new jokes and throw them in there but don't worry about doing i gotta do a whole new hour because the reality is like if you're not if you're not really famous and people don't know all your bits, it's not the biggest deal in the world. If you tell mm. if they work, they work. So and I'm sure there's comedy legends and pros that would speak against that. Um, if you can write a new hour in a year like a Louis C.K. or Chad Daniels, awesome. Um, some people can do that, but have fun. Who cares if your jokes are old? Um, and then a long time ago, I think it might have been a year into like doing open mics. Uh, Nate Borgazzi was at Zany's and I was just asking him a couple of questions and uh, his, his big thing was uh, trust that you're funny. Again, mm-hmm. pretty simple, but you got to trust that you're funny to get up there. Um, Cause there, I mean, you've probably met a lot of comedians. They, you know, and I've gone through this, through this too, even before a show, you're like, I'm not good at this. I'm not funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of self-doubt, even if you've done some cool stuff, it can, self-doubt can still haunt you. So <clears throat> trust that you're funny, have fun, trust that you're funny. Those are probably the two biggest things. And it's, uh, and they're simple, like simple, but sometimes hard to apply really. Mm-hmm. So mm. Michelle, do so you feel good. that? Do you have that, those moments where you, you're having a hard time? relaxing and having a good time or believing that you're funny? Uh, every day, every day. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, th- th- that's actually, that that's really great advice because going back to those two um, foundational things there about having fun when you're with the audience and, you know, to help combat the self-doubt, know and trust that you are funny. I mean, that's, 
that's right there. That's key. I mean, thank you, Lee, mm -hmm. for, you know, sending that out to our audience because it is important. And the thing is, too, is you've also done the work because you took yeah. the class, you did the homework, you wrote your jokes. Uh, and I'm curious, what, um, when you're writing your material, when you, when you write your jokes, what is your inspiration when you're writing? Like, did you pick things from your life? Did you, are you, um, do you just look at observation stuff? You know, like what, what is like the core of your comedy? I don't know if there's a one set of inspirations. I mean, it, it's, you know, if a fun, if an experience happens, write it out. I mean, like two weeks ago, yeah, it was two weeks ago. Someone hacked into my comedy page. And the problem is my fan page grew after they hacked it. So <laughs> I'm like, they're doing a better job at being me than me. That's, that's <laughs> like, and I just had to write that out. And then it's a real experience. Write your reaction to it. And um, there's a guy that teaches uh, called Killer Stand Up. I forget his name. It's a... Uh, it's a course you can take. It's just his, mm -hmm. his own really? philosophy on, on joke. Yeah. Um, just, he talks about jokes just being reactions. They may mm -hmm. not be funny on paper, but if you tell it, it could be funny. That's his philosophy. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, just your reaction to crazy experiences like your comedy page getting hacked and it growing. And I can't make that up. That really happens. And mm. I just told that off the cuff at CDs last weekend and added the line that and I added that line because someone inspired me to in the comment section because I talked about it on Facebook. And I was like, yeah, it's like someone stealing your identity and your credit score going up. Like, that's that's how I felt. Like, and they reacted and it was like, all right, I got something new. So experiences, don't write down your crazy experiences because you may not have a line yet, but keep writing down reactions. And they may not be funny on paper, but it could be funny when you actually tell it because when you tell that premise, you got to get the crowd interested. It's a, it's a, it's like waves in the ocean. I mean, you gotta, yeah, pull, pull those tides in for a little bit and get them in. And if they're invested in that premise, then you can almost get away with saying anything at that point, as long as it makes sense. But uh, before that, like when I took Rick's class, I was just trying, I was just writing jokes for the sake of jokes and being clever. And being clever will get you by the first couple of weeks of doing open mics. But mm -hmm. after a while, people go, well, that's not – that didn't really happen to him. And, okay, I get it. He can he can do a magic trick. Okay, cool. He can mm. he can do a little gotcha joke. That's great. Um, you got you to gotta evolve from that. And I was frustrated because I thought, oh, I'm clever. I should be funny. And clever doesn't always mean you're funny. And so, mm. yeah. And that's the big – hurdle I've been trying to get over forever with stand-up is uh it's almost like the biggest compliment you'll get or I'll get is good writing and you're like oh does that just mean I'm I'm just a good writer and that people just see what I'm doing am I just saying uh things that are funny compared to being funny while I'm saying them that's been a that's been a huge hurdle so mm. yeah so um what I'm hearing is you are encouraging people to start a journal basically, to start writing their, their reactions to things. Um, so for the females, that would be write a diary, right? Keep a, a oh, daily yeah. diary. Yeah. And for the men, um, keep a daily journal, right? Do you guys, do girls still, <laughs> do girls still write, have diaries or? 
I think, listen, I was at the airport the other day and I saw a man yeah. with like, with like a leather bound and it was 2000, it said 2022 diary on the front of wow. it. And this man hey. was just frantically writing and I'm talking like the size of a binder. And he was just, so, I mean, he didn't mind having diary written on the front of that. He, that's what hey. he was doing. <laughs> that's what he was doing. I was Indiana, like, okay, interesting. Indiana Jones had a diary, so it's cool. <laughs> this is true. That's right. That's a new yeah. product in the back of our room, you know? Yeah. But there, but it there you go. But journal, whatever. I mean, your your notes app, just if it's an experience, like at least write it, write that experience out. You can always go back to it. And how can I make this funny? Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes in a situation where I'm, that I'm writing, I'm, I'll ask myself, what's what's the dumbest thing I can say? in here you know like you know when you watch sitcoms people are the the star of the show is always getting themselves in an embarrassing situation right and not 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 like dragging yourself through the mud but putting yourself in a situation of utmost embarrassment and a lot of that comes with making the dumbest decision or saying the dumbest thing you can say so mm -hmm. you know yeah again everyone's got their own different process so right right i think emotions i heard somebody say you know before um just emotions reach out to people and so i always try to pay attention not even to just what was funny that happened to me but what was embarrassing or what scared me or you know like if it sparks a, a major emotion then i'll try to kind of you know write it down and and eventually mm -hmm. roll with that you know so yeah um yeah i think if it if it sparks that in you it might spark that in in somebody else so absolutely and, and you know take it to the stage and if you need to make it tighter make it tighter if it's funny as is cool um you know again there's not there's not one way to one way to do this so right right well listen michelle what a great guest today don't you think yes yes and it's so funny and and full of wisdom and i really appreciate all the insights and and mm -hmm. the advice that you really just laid out there for everybody thank you lee oh thanks yeah. i'm still i'm still figuring the stuff out too so you know, we're well, all, yeah. I think we all, I think we all are. I think people that I've yeah. met that have been doing it forever are still trying to figure it out. People who are starting are trying to to figure it out. But what's cool is that, you know, there are people like you that um, will open yourself up to people like me, Michelle and others that, uh, you know, go, Hey, well, let's figure it out together. So, so that's Absolutely. truly, that's, that's truly life support right there. Yeah. And, and we appreciate that. If you keep working at it, it can get you on a farm yes. one day for prisoners. And because I know Michelle mentioned that. <laughs> yes, yes, I wanted so. to know the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to tell us off air. I have to know well, the story. Is it, that. But really is do. it in your dry bar? Is that in your dry bar? No, no, no not that's on the not dry, dry bar. bar. Okay, well, yeah. then here's the deal, Pickles. You just got to follow Lee Harden. You got to find out yep. where he's at. And, and maybe you'll catch that story. I've heard it. Well, uh, I've heard it. it. It's is, pretty awesome. It is on the Huckabee show. So that, Ooh, you know. That's okay. right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, y'all check Lee Harden out at leehardencomedy.com. That hasn't been hacked. It's really him. Um, drybarcomedy.com <laughs> forward slash L-E-E-H. And he is on Twitter, Instagram at Lee Harden Comedy. So you guys definitely yeah. go check out Lee Harden. Um, you know, hopefully soon you'll have control back over that, that Facebook page. It is right. what it is, man. Right? But they're do they're doing great at it. And yeah. Now I'm now I'm apparently a video game designer. Oh and wow! So, nice. Yeah, and there's videos of goats 
smoking on the page now. <laughs> like that's some talent there. You're a goat yeah. trainer. Way to go. That's, yeah. that's comedy though. That's comedy. You yeah. take the stuff that's tragedy or drama or because realistically, like this is a problem. This is a problem in Lee's life right now. It's not something that's positive, but the joy of comedy is that that's how we can cope with it. We can at least look at that angle and, yeah. you know, pull the gold nugget out of it. I've reported it to Facebook and they're like, it doesn't go against our community standards. I'm like stealing accounts. Does it go against your community standards? What? Right. Yeah. Right. Wait, there's oh goats on there? Is it Ed Wiley? No. It's not Ed yeah. Wiley. I yeah. Wish. I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I Lee, we, we absolutely appreciate you being on here today. Y'all listen, Laugh Support Podcast. You can find us on Captivate FM, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, Player FM, and others. And if you want to see our pretty faces and all the cool guitars that are in the background of this oh, episode, because yeah. Lee is also an extremely accomplished musician, uh, which yes, is he pretty is. wicked awesome. You have to check him out. You can find the Laugh Support Podcast on YouTube, the Creative Motion Network on Roku, and say the, say the last one, Michelle. Vimeo. 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 I say it wrong every time. So y'all, oh, thanks Vimeo. so much for listening to us. I am June Colson. Jesus and Junebug loves you. And Michelle, tell them goodbye. Goodbye. Guys, thanks for listening. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>